I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Yesterday's headline in USA Today, quote, Heartthrob Kit Harrington, the brooding, sword-wielding hero Jon Snow in HBO's Game of Thrones is fed up with women swooning over him, hearts throbbing like mad. Oh. <laughs> Come on, let's say it all together, guys, at the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, the poor guy. He says it's blatantly sexist. Yes, and I am shocked, shocked, I tell you and not the least bit jealous, because I'm a real guy. If you women started spreading some of that excess swooning and throbbing over Kit around to the the rest of us guys, we wouldn't complain like he does. Because real guys don't complain. We just soldier on, even in the face of such throbbing, festering female ferocity. But I gotta tell you, if you're gonna pitch in and throb for us too, ladies, you can't start too soon. According to the Washington Post the other day, Americans had about 33% less sex last year compared, compared to 1990. And the smart guys in the white lab coats at the University of Pittsburgh say that spending too much time on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram seems to be one of the main reasons why that's happening or not happening. Virtual reality is beating meat reality. I guess instead of... Hey, your place or mine, babe. I guess it's now, hey, babe, want to peek at my password? (laughs) Now, you know, maybe it's just me. But that sounds about as exciting as biting into a chocolate bar that has a leaf of lettuce inside. And it's not just that we're having less throbbing and general sexiness. According to the American Psychological Association, we're having less and less face-to-face of any kind with each other. The American Psychological Association says loneliness and feelings of isolation have now become as big a problem as obesity. And excuse the pun, but obesity is a big problem. I just saw some stats that say almost 50% of the households in Manhattan and a couple of other big cities in America are one-person households. Now think about that. I don't think solo heart-throbbing must be much fun. One of the main reasons that I do this podcast is the sound of a human voice is at least a small substitute for having some flesh and blood company when you're alone. You know, that's the same reason that I always like being on the air at night. I like being company. And being on the air at night at WNBC in New York had a lot of benefits, some of which (laughs) throbbed very nicely. As those of you who are familiar with Manhattan know, the NBC studios are just about in the middle of everything that goes on, and a lot goes on in Manhattan. Some of the young ladies who worked at the best clubs in town sometimes sought refuge and perhaps some other human solace in the other open all-night venues, like the NBC studios. Now, I need to to be careful here in terms of graphic descriptions due in part to the the presence of my lady Wonder Wench. So, just let me say that it was not unusual for a lady wearing a raincoat, a smile, and little else 
to slip past security and find her way up to the studios on the second floor. I came to call those ladies the Midtown Manhattan Ladies. And I will never forget the first time one showed up while I was on the air. Very pretty, probably 22, 23, 23, something like that. Long, dark hair, soft, gravelly voice. She opened the door and undulated over to where I was sitting behind the mic. She smiled. She reached down to give me a kiss on the cheek as she was telling me how wonderful my show is. And in the process, I I couldn't help but notice that her heart appeared to be throbbing just a bit as one of her several charms became stunningly obvious as it slipped out from under her only half-buttoned raincoat. (laughs) That's all I'm going to tell you here. I'm sorry for the rest of the story. Turn to page, I think it's 157 in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, which is available at Amazon, and that is a shameless plug. Dicks to Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's driving you nuts out the other ear, and you can undulate off comfortably into the night. The smart guys in the white lab coats at Georgetown University have just released a survey that says caterpillars can shoot their feces 40 times their body length. Wow, but you can't do that. If the answer is laughing stock, what is the question? If the answer is laughing stock, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. Haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. In 2002, A group of food industry researchers reported that when children were told they couldn't have junk food, they wanted it even more. Those industry researchers claimed that their study proved that children should decide for themselves how much junk food they should eat. A conclusion that could only be arrived at by people who have no children of their own. (laughs) More food news. A baby oyster is called a spat. Can't you just hear it? Hey, baby, let's have a spat. (laughs) All right, if the answer is laughing stock, the question is, what do you call an amused herd of cattle? Laughing stock. (laughs) Why why are you making that face at me? Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, please tell a couple of friends, will you, because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a big favor, and so thank you very much. I like surveys. Here's one that says, consensual non-monogamy isn't for everyone. Wow consensual non-monogamy. An actual sex therapist uh, therapist by the name of Dulciana Pitagora said that. She also said, quote, non-monogamy takes effort. It might take the form of attending play parties together and swapping partners, dating other people, or even entering polyamorous relationships with multiple partners, end quote. Sounds like it's all just work, 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 folks. But uh, it might be a good thing to remember that everything that causes trouble starts out looking like a good thing. Listen to what happens to the guy in this story 
from my Night Connections 3 spoken word CD. You're still amazed. Every time you drive to your girlfriend's apartment, your hands on the steering wheel get sweaty, just like some kind of teenager. She's always so damn glad to see you. Even if the sex weren't so good, you'd want to have her in your life. You've been able to talk with her about things that your wife has neither the time nor the interest to discuss. In the few months that she's been your mistress, you've come to know what the word intimacy really means. The touches, the quiet warmth, the caring. The personal concentration on that feeling that's growing so strong between you. It was the sex, the excitement, the rush that a beautiful young woman would still want you at your age that started the affair. But it went past that almost right away. You don't remember anybody looking at you like she does, as if she wants to memorize every word you say. What a relief to find her waiting for you anytime you arrive. You don't even have to call. What a contrast to the situation at home. Your wife wouldn't hear you even if you did call. She's completely wrapped up in the kids and her school volunteer work. You love her and you respect her. But my God, the difference between the wifely pecks at the front door and the long, smoldering, deep, wet kisses you get from your girlfriend. The difference between your wife's chunky hips and flabby waist and this young woman's firm breasts and athletic body. The difference between your wife's self-conscious, lights-out kind of lovemaking and the happy, out-of-control, exhausting, romantic romps that you have with this girl. It's the difference between surviving and living. She asks for nothing. In fact, you've told her over and over that she shouldn't throw her life away like this. She'll only be young once. She should think about her future. And she just smiles and she says, You are my life. You can feel the sweat down your back as you pull up to her apartment. You can't wait to have her again. She won't know until it's over that you've decided that it has to be over between you. She'll get over it in time. But you can't help that cold feeling that the moment she does get over it, your time will be passed. she was taking a terrible chance. He did too. She said, you are my life. You know, some loves last a lifetime. Her life with him didn't. And his life without her? I really don't know.
The story is called The End of Time. It's from my Night Connections 3 spoken word story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com, check out the Night Connections 3 icon on the homepage. You know that tingly little feeling you get when you meet somebody whose heart is obviously throbbing a little for you? (laughs) I think that tingle is your common sense leaving your body. Evidently, so many ladies throb and tingle over Kit Harrington, the brooding, sword-wielding hero Jon Snow in HBO's Game of Thrones, that he is fed up with women swooning over him, hearts throbbing like mad. I don't have that problem. But remember what I told you about the Midtown Manhattan ladies? On the outside chance that one of them might be hearing this right now, let me set the record straight. No, I am not gay. Yes, you were stunning, and I was fascinated and delighted to see you. Almost all of you in some cases. And no, I will never forget you. You just got there at the wrong time in the wrong place in my life. When you showed up, I gotta admit I did some throbbing and even sweating, but then a picture of my lady Wonder Wench always popped up in my head. She wasn't angry in the picture. She She just looked hurt like I've never seen her look hurt. Just a quick picture. But you know what? It instantly canceled out the throbbing that was trying to take control of my hands and other body parts. And you know, I just, I don't ever want to see her hurt like that. Not ever. And one of the reasons is, after all of this time together, every once in a while, she still gives me a look that says, you are my life. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.